Welcome to Point with Daryl Jones, speaker, author, and lead pastor of the Rock Fellowship Church in Miami, Florida, and president of Point Ministries. Our goal at Point Ministries is to point you to the Word of God, where Jesus is the point. Today's message is from the Unlimited Access series, where Dr. Jones teaches on various aspects of Christian prayer. Because of the finished work of Jesus Christ, believers have unlimited access to dialogue with our Father in Heaven. Now let's join them for today's message. I invite you to turn with me to Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8. And starting at verse 26, the Word of God says, In the same way, the Spirit also helps our weakness. For we do not know how to pray as we should, But the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. And he who searches the hearts knows what the mind of the Spirit is, because he intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. Today's title is the Divine Prayer Partner. Say the Divine Prayer Partner. You know, I already said I have all these kids, and I love watching a lot of the Disney movies and different movies, and sometimes we talk about them and you know, kind of talk through them, even theologically. I kind of see want to see where their minds are and make sure they're looking theocentrically and bibliocentrically, meaning they're seeing things through the lens of how Christ wants them to see it. But uh, not long ago, watched a very popular movie, something that you've probably seen before, but the movie Aladdin, where he has the genie in the lamp, right? And I always get struck with, and now this has become a topic of conversation sometime with my with two of my sons. And if you had a genie's lamp and they gave you three wishes, it's like, what would you actually ask for? Like, what would you talk to about? Like, what would you get? And, you know, different seasons of life, you think about different things. You know, it might just be what, what's going on in your life right now. But, you know, that's a, that's a big question. If you had, you know, a, a lamp and you know, like the old, some of you might be older, you watch I Dream of Genie. If you had your own genie, what, what would you ask for? It makes me think about when I look into the scripture and I see that I have this unlimited access to the creator of the heavens and the earth. And I have these promises that anything I ask according to his will, I know he hears me. And I know I have what I ask because according to what we looked at a few weeks ago in First John chapter 5, what do I ask for? And sometimes I get in that mode where there are things going on in my life and it's time that I would just want to pause and pray and I'm like, I don't even know what to say. I don't even have the words. And this is an encouraging passage that we read on this morning because it gives us some instruction and it gives us some hope to understand of what God is doing even behind the scenes on our behalf in the counsel of the triune God that we don't even know what's occurring, but because we've placed faith in the finished work of Jesus Christ, we find out here that the Spirit is even praying and talking to the Father on our behalf. Even when we don't even know what to pray for. That is awesome news Especially to me because I have those moments from time and time again where I'm trying to figure out like what I want to talk to God about. Sometimes I even get prayer requests and I, I say something and then I'm like, I don't even know what to, what, how to keep going or what to even pray for for somebody else. But I know that they need and are searching and yearning for the Lord to move. This passage gives us a confidence and one of the first things I want us to grasp when he says in the same way the spirit also helps in 
our weakness in verse 26. Like, what is he talking about? So we got to first understand our condition. And sometimes we can be mistaken on the condition in which we are, we are as human beings, as, even as followers of Jesus Christ. But sometimes we can even misunderstand what's going on in the world and how we fit in that. We can misunderstand what is God up to with all of this going on. Especially in today's time and in the in the and what's going on in the fabric of our own country right now. We can try to figure out what is God up to and where where do I fit in all this and what's the condition of things and where are we going? It's funny, it makes me think about because sometimes we can misanalyze and misinterpret, and sometimes even as followers of Jesus Christ, we can become a little too arrogant and think a little more highly of ourselves than we ought, and we can get things out of place. We can get things out of alignment. We need to be searching for what the Lord is doing and where is he having us going. And I say that because it makes you think, you know, uh, it's, it's almost like, uh, you know, when, when, it's, when it's prom time, you know, the young man comes and, you know, he gets up the nerve and he goes to pick up his prom date and, you know, meets the dad and shakes the dad hand and get over the nerves and the dad charges him up, tell him what, how it's going to be, you know, you got to do that. I, I know I'm going to do that. And I'm going to have some uncles there too, you know, but, you know, and then he meets mom and, you know, he got everything and, and, and the prom date comes out and she's just fabulous in this beautiful gown and Hair is just laid, nails did, not done, but did, you know, and just looking great. And then she come up and say hi, and she need a breath mint, breath just kicking. It's like, you know, great, great looking view, but breath just hum. Or it's like, it, it makes you think like a dude, he come out and he flop, but then, you know, you walk out the restroom and you got toilet paper coming off your foot. You know, on one side it look good, but on the other side it's like, oh, it's not, it's not fitting. You know, sometimes we can be like that because as followers of Christ, we can start thinking a little too puffed up and, and, and misunderstand kind of what's going on. But you have to understand and recognize that we do have a weakness and we are in need of help constantly from our God. And we're totally dependent on what our Savior has done for us. And we need him and need what the Holy Spirit is doing in and through us and behind the scenes so that we may carry out the purpose in which we've been given. Now, following these verses, we see even more about their purpose. We'll dive into it another time. But right now, I want us to understand why he's saying this in our weakness. Because right before this, he's dealing with the current situation. And he talks about, look, the decay that's in this earth. You know, the, the sufferings that we go through. And when you look at this, you can go back up, you know, verse 19, even up to verse 15 and just read even more about. He's talking about the conditions that surround us and, and all the things that go on. And we see that even today. You know, some, I, 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 I can't encourage you. I can't say to you enough, you know, things go great and things go poorly. It, we have these highs and lows. We have these peaks and valleys of life. And the reason why is because we live in a sinful, fallen world. At the sin of Adam and Eve, it says that we describe it as the fall, meaning where sin entered in creation. So we deal with the consequences of their sin, our sin, other people's sin. We deal with that because now nature is decaying. We got to, you know, deal with, you know, weathers and hurricanes and tornadoes and, and earthquakes. We got all of that. And it's all pointing and reminding us because of the gospel that the day is coming when Christ returns. He's going to restore everything back to his created intended order. Humanity reconciled back to God. Humanity reconciled to one another and creation reconciled unto itself. 
These verses right above, starting at verse 15, read through it, talking about even the creation is groaning, waiting for its salvation when Christ comes and sets everything right. We got to understand this condition because because it is conditioned, there's weakness in the world. There's decay in this world. We have this fallenness where we deal with evil and consequences. And yet, even in our weakness, he transitions from creation Weakness even to our own weakness as followers of Christ. But he's given us a hope that we can understand that we are not left to our own devices. But we have the spirit of God acting and speaking to the father on our behalf. He says in the same way. The Spirit also helps in our weakness, for we do not know how to pray as we should. But the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. Paul wants us to understand our limitations and our conditions, so our hope is in Christ, and our hope remains in the promises of the Lord. See, what happens all around us is a constant reminder that we are in need of a savior. So no matter how we think we have it going on or how things are great, and even times when things are bad, it's a reminder that we are in need of a savior and that savior is faithful. That's our condition. We understand that we need this help and he says, we don't know how to pray as we should, but the Spirit is giving these groanings too deep for words. I, I like that. It's, it's, any of y'all ever, you know, something in life, let's not even talk about prayer, but something going on in life, but you don't even have the words. You ever been upset and you just can't even come up with words? You're just like, oh, like, oh, I don't even know what to say. Or you're so disappointed or something. And sometimes it even transitions even to prayer where I'm, some, I'm praying and I'm talking to the Lord and I'm in the car driving. And I'm like, oh, I don't even know what to say. And I'm just driving in silence. This passage is telling me in those moments because I don't know how to pray as I should, but I know that's when I get excited that I have this spirit that's giving groanings too deep for words. Because sometimes we sitting there searching for the stuff we want when we fail to realize even to be praying for what we need. Sometimes we can get that mixed up. I started off talking about Disney movies. It made me think about the princess and the frog with Mama Otis. She was like, I know you're saying what you want, but do you know what you need? And I was like, that's, that's actually pretty deep. Because it's very easy to get caught up into the wants of life. And when we don't get what we want, we kick and scream and mad and everything because we realize we don't even need that stuff. Some stuff is luxury. We cry over icing. Matter of fact, sometimes we crying over the icing and the writing on the cake and when we got the whole cake sitting in front of us. He says, we don't know how to pray as we should, but the Spirit is interceding for us. That's why when I talk about us praying and being specific, when, when, when you do have the words, you know, be very specific so that you can recognize God's hand. And it's in those moments, follow me with this, it's in those moments when you're praying and being specific and you see God's hand and you can recognize that he did answer that prayer. You can give God glory. And that actually gives you confidence and motivation even more than when you don't know what to ask for, when you don't know what to say, to know that God is faithful and he's got you. 
He has you in the palm of his hand and no one can snatch you out and he will take care of you. The song we sang today, we sang a new song, Never Fails. It says that our God is with us, our God is for us. He never fails. Those moments when you don't know what to pray is we sit back and we know God has our back. We hope this message is blessing you today. Before we continue, we want you to know about Point Ministry resources. Please visit daryljones.org. That's D-A-R-Y-L jones.org and subscribe to receive our refuel devotional and view other discipleship materials. Our goal is to point you to the word of God where Jesus is the point. Now let's rejoin Dr. Jones for the rest of today's message. It says that the spirit is interceding for us, talking to the father. It says that the one who knows the hearts Look, look at this. Look at this. Follow me with this. Let's look at this train of thought in verse 27. He says, he who searches the hearts know what the mind of the spirit is. You know what they're saying? They're saying the father, the one who searches the hearts of men and women, he knows what the mind of the spirit is. So they're communicating together in the Trinity. And it says that because he intercedes for the saints. You know what intercede is? It says, Intercede is, is, is stepping in between and communicating on behalf of. So we're saying that he's interceding, it's understanding that he's stepping in between. So when we sit here and we like, Father, help, I, I, I just need you. In the midst and in between those words, we have the spirit of God who knows our needs, that's, it, it knows all about us, and he's communicating with our Father and they are moving us and taking all into his will, moving it in his direction so we can live out the purposes that he has for us. We have this help. We have this one that's interceding for us. And you know, that's good. Because you think about, it, if you're talking about the triune God and we're talking about the spirit of God talking to the father, then the spirit of God knows exactly what the father wants. Sometimes we're confused by it, right? You know, it's like, it's like a guy that's interested in a young lady. And he wants to talk to her. What's one of his best ways to get that in to her? To get, to, 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 you know, to, to get that conversation? You, you get one of them best friends and know them. And you find out you can study them through their best friend. You know, you watch them, but then that best friend going to give you some stuff behind the scenes. You just don't even know. You, you wouldn't figure out because the best friend will give you stuff that the, you know, that, that the young lady won't even put out. You know, she won't even show it's not a best faith, but the best friend will tell you this is what you need to say. And the reason I say that is that helped me out. That helped me out. I ain't, and I didn't even know it. I'll share this story. I didn't even know it. Kamika was about to kick me to the curb. My wife was about done with me. I was trifling in college, and she's about to kick me to the curb. And I found this out years after we were married. It was another girl who thought I was cool, and she used to be like, girl, you better keep, girl. Girl, you better... Girl, you better, and, and she was like, I found out she was talking me up in the computer lab, in the, in the university hall, and I didn't even know it. She was in a scene for your boy. She was working for me. And I was like, I wanted to send her a, a basket of fruit or something when I found this out. Like, thank you. Praise the Lord. 
You know, you had this friend that was in the scene and I was sitting there. And I thought about that reading the scripture because I'm sitting here like, I don't even know. But this is the spirit of God is interceding on our behalf, talking to the father and communicating the divine will so that it can be manifested in our lives. That gives us a confidence. That gives us a hope and understand that God is working for us. God is with us. As his children, as his sons, as his daughters, he is working for us and is moving. You know, it's, it's, it's like for my business people. I'm talking relationship, but let me talk to some of my business-minded people. It's like residual income, right? You know, you get a business where you got people working for you and you're at the house. You're chilling and the, the, the paycheck just coming. No, it's residual. People working on your behalf. You're not even doing anything. The Holy Spirit is working on our behalf. We're not even doing anything. And there's a payoff because we understand that God is listening and God is moving and God is working out everything for our good unto his glory. I say divine prayer partner because, you know, you hear us sometime when we talk about get a prayer partner for you. You know, I have this prayer partner and prayer partners are great. Because you're praying for one another and we see that God does hear as we pray for one another. You know, sometimes you're not praying, but somebody else is praying for you. And that gives us a, a sense of comfort. We tell you to write down sometime on the connect card. Put down a prayer request. Put down a praise report. We want to praise God for you. We want to pray for you. And that gives you a hope and a confidence and gives you a joy to know that other brothers and sisters in Christ are praying for you. And we believe God is listening. This passage in this scripture, we call it the divine prayer partner because even when we feel like nobody else is praying for us, when we feel like nobody else understands, when we feel like nobody else cares, I can know because I have placed my faith in Jesus Christ that I got one that cares. I got one that's praying for me. I got one that's working for me behind, my, behind the scenes, and I know it's the Spirit of God. He's working for me. He's Speaking on my behalf, he's praying for me. I want you all to think about this and I want you to reflect on this the rest of this week and be thanking God that the Holy Spirit is interceding for us even when we fall short. Even when we don't understand. In these moments that I'm talking about today when we don't know what to pray for. You know, whenever you have a, a newborn... And you're at the hospital and, you know, you eventually bring this newborn home. You know, you're taking care of the newborn. You know, it's, it's not for a while that that baby can talk. Y'all know that? Some of y'all don't realize that till you get one of them. But what's always amazing, especially from a mother, you know, as many of the children that I've, that I've been rearing and raising, it's, some, it's something special about a mother, man, that it, whatever cry it is, mama knows. Like whatever cry, baby can't talk, baby can't speak, but they know is they, they that baby crying, they know the baby hurt. The baby still crying, oh the baby ain't hurt, the baby's hungry. Oh, baby not hungry, baby needs to be changed. Oh, none of that. The baby's just sleepy. I mean they can tell by the crying. I'm sitting there like the baby just crying. The baby's crying, but the baby under but the mama knows the baby's crying. They know exactly what the deal is. The they go to the doctor. You go, I go to the doctor with, with, with my wife, and she tell the doctor everything. I'm like, that baby, because the baby can't tell you it hurt her right here. The baby can't say anything. But mama will talk to the doctor and say, okay, baby's this, this, right here, this, when I do this, when I fed the baby, this, and they go through all this stuff, and they can talk to the doctor on behalf of this baby that can't say anything. 
Why? Because they understand this baby. They are in tune with this baby, and they understand how to communicate to the doctor so that all things can be addressed and taken care of. That's a relationship we have by faith in Christ with the Spirit of God, because even when we can't speak, even when we don't know what to say, even when we fail to communicate, we have the Spirit of God interceding on our behalf, communicating to the Father of what our needs are, where we are to be taking us where God would have us go. When you feel like you're by yourself, when you feel like nobody's listening, when you feel like you're all alone, when you feel like everything is against you, and when you do not have the words to say to God, you can say, thank you, Lord, because I know you know what's going on, and I thank you because I know the Spirit of God is speaking right now, and I thank you because I know you will meet my needs, and I don't even know what to say, Father, but thank you because I know you're praying for me by the power of the Spirit of God. When you don't have those words, and you don't know what to ask, you don't know what to pray for, in those moments is just when you say thank you. Because that's when you know, because of his word and because of his promises, the Holy Spirit's got your back. Amen? Come on, let's give our God a hand clap of praise right now. I'm going to invite you to pray with me. Father, I thank you for your love and your truth. I thank you for guiding us into all righteousness in Christ Jesus. Lord, I pray that some of us here have been encouraged and made mindful about how you relate to us and how you operate in, through us, and around us. Lord, I pray that we walk out of here made bold and confident in our relationship with you and what you're doing in and through us in the world. Father, you're faithful. Thank you for reminding us that we're never alone. That we are on your mind by name. That you are our source and our provider. And that even in our weakness... You're strong and faithful. Even in our weakness, you are the answer. Thank you for that truth, Lord. And we're going to give you glory and honor. And we pray this in Jesus' name. With heads bowed and eyes still closed, I'm going to... I don't want to miss the opportunity to... Invite someone. To a relationship with Jesus Christ. If you're here this morning and you want to know that you walk in these promises, you want to know without a shadow of a doubt that you have unlimited access to God because of what Jesus Christ has done in his life. He lived for us. In his death and burial, meaning he was our sacrifice. He paid our penalty. He took our judgment upon himself. Because of his resurrection, I know by faith in what he's done and his sacrifice and him taking the judgment for me, that I too will be raised unto eternal life. 
if you want to know that you have these promises of the Holy Spirit, if you want to know that you have eternal life, and if you want to know that you are indeed forgiven forever and ever, if you want this relationship with Christ, I want you to take hold of it today. I don't want you to leave here with with any doubt. I don't want you to leave here with any guessing. I want you to know. And the reason you can know is because his word says you can know because he's faithful and he's promised it. I'm inviting you. If you want to know Christ, if you want their relationship with Christ, I'm inviting you just right where you are to, to just stand up. If you're saying today is the day I give my life to Jesus Christ. If today is the day to say, I commit myself, I place myself in the palm of his hands. Today we can, you can say that today could be your new birthday. Father, thank you for such an awesome salvation. Thank you for such an awesome promise. Lord, I thank you for my brothers and sisters in here right now. And Lord, if there's somebody in here that's struggling, that's, that's kind of dealing with it, that's kind of waffling back and forth, they might not want to stand up, but they, 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 they want to know more. They want to dive a little deeper. Lord, let them know they can come see me after service. Don't let them leave this place without talking to me about it. Father, thank you for your love and your grace. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to Point with Daryl Jones. This was just one part from the Unlimited Access series where we learn what prayer is and how to strengthen our prayer life. If this ministry has blessed you and you would like to partner with Point Ministries, please visit daryljones.org. That's D-A-R-Y-L jones.org. Your financial generosity keeps us on the air, and we are grateful for your faithfulness. Also, if you would like to hear more from the Unlimited Access series, please visit daryljones.org. And remember, keep making Jesus the point.